listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh! He knocked the headgear off him. This is Welcome to the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. Tony Squires and Jai Arrow in for this Saturday. Coming up, we'll get Jai's thoughts on the circus that is State of Origin and we'll review a huge Friday night of footy. That so much more on the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. Welcome to the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. My name's Tony Squires. What a joy to welcome Jai Arrow for this Saturday. G'day, mate. Hey, Tony. How you going, mate? Not too bad, thank you. I just watched you, uh, you know, walking in. Well, walking's probably uh, exaggerating what you're doing. Just a slight limp, though. How are you feeling? Yeah, we'll call it a hobble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, feeling pretty good, actually. I'm 12 days post-op, and um, it's actually come along a lot quicker than I thought when I got out of hospital I thought this was going to be a long road and yeah. um, especially when you get out of bed and all the blood rushes to your ankle and yeah. a bit of a pain in the ass. and I only just recently got a puppy as well and I've got a, <laughs> a Rottweiler and a, a puppy at home so them two have really kept me on my toes and my feet. Well, exactly. That's very good for someone with a bad ankle to have uh, animals <laughs> rushing around them. Yeah, it's absolutely... It's it's The first week was the hardest actually. I, I couldn't put really any pressure on my ankle and then trying to feed two dogs as well, like trying to bring two dog bowls into the kitchen on crutches, <laughs> then feed them. Then I obviously couldn't hold both the dog bowls because I had food in it. So yeah. I'd have to drop the crutches, hold both the dog bowls, hop on one leg to the outside, <laughs> tell them to sit and eat, and then I'd literally launch back into the kitchen, <laughs> grab my crutches. It, it was a it was a quite a tough week actually it's getting, a out of, getting out of surgery. Yeah, well, it builds character, I it guess. Does, it builds character. Absolutely does. How are you in terms? Of, I mean, because you've had a, you'd hammies as well. I mean, how are you in terms of when you have these enforced layoffs with injury? Do you get frustrated and, and angry, or can you, in your head, just calm down and go, "It's okay. I just have to get through it." Um, in all honesty, tone the first week, I, it was pretty tough. I had, yeah. yeah, I didn't have anyone at home looking after me because I live by myself now. I've um, escaped the the Liam Knight. Liam Knight, yeah, um, saga has ended. Didn't he come so, back to help you with the at the moment? Yeah, so he he was over. Him and Jed Cartwright helped me a little bit, yeah. um, but say. Um, going to bed and doing all that crap. I was, you know, majority of the time I was by myself. Yeah. So that was kind of frustrating. But once I could um, walk in the moon boot, that's when it started to get a little bit better. And uh, mentally, I'm okay with these things. I come to terms with it pretty quick. Um, This is the sort of, a very similar situation that happened to me in 2019 where I'd done my left ankle and had to go through the same process, the same surgery, the tightrope surgery in the ankle. And um, it was the week leading up to going into camp for game two um, for Origin after we after we had just won the won the first game wow. in, in Brisbane as well in 2019. And it was a very similar situation that happened to me this year. But um, I come to terms with it pretty quick and um, my eyes were just sort of set on getting, getting back and um, already circled it in. Um, whether I want to get back as early as possible or I pretty much think the six weeks is up in round 20 when we have the buy. So I'm able to give myself an extra week and, and be able to get back in round 21 against the Broncos up at the Sunshine Coast. So that's where I'm aiming for. That's where I think I'll be back. So um, yeah, mentally I'm doing all right with it. 
It's a strange industry you work in, isn't it? When you, you turn up at the office as a super fit 27-year-old, you wander out and play, play a game of footy, and at the end you're being interviewed, you're there in a moon boot and crutches. And that's just part of the job description. Yeah, exactly. And, and people, um, you know, got to understand that it, it can be a, a tough sort of thing if you want to get into this business and this sport that, you know, injuries come with it and you've got to be willing and, and mentally prepared for these things because they're, they're things that, you know, happen by accident. Um, they're things you don't expect and you go out there week in, we go in, sorry, week in and week out, putting our bodies on the line and um, just things like this happen that can be frustrating. But, um, you know, I feel like as rugby league players, we have to be mentally tough and to overcome these things. Totally. And especially at the time you mentioned, you know, it happened before, but you, you've just won an origin. You've just got a couple of origin. You know, you get, next one's at Suncorp Stadium <laughs> and you can't be part of it. Does that does it leave you an empty feeling in your stomach this week and leading into next Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, whether I was going to be picked or not, um, that was another, another story. But it, look, if I was, obviously winning, winning the first game helped uh, my chances. But... Um, yeah, it was that. That's probably the the thing I was most disappointed about was was knowing that I wasn't going to be able to um, run out there at Suncorp, in, in, which I think is the best place in the yeah. world to play Origin for Queensland. And um, but I'm excited for those boys. They get that opportunity now to to go out there and um, they they get the opportunity to run out to Suncorp with fifty two thousand screaming Queenslanders. Um, getting behind the team, and I'm excited for those three boys that are coming to the side. We'll get to those specific changes in a minute, what your thoughts are on or- Origin 2. Just quickly, I don't want to go backwards to go forward, but Adelaide, what was the what was the atmosphere like playing on Adelaide Oval? Yeah, it was different to the first time we played in 2020 um, due to COVID and all that crap. Um, yeah. It, there was, you know, 50% of the um, stadium was filled in 2020, but the, I thought the atmosphere, Adelaide really turned it on. Yeah. Uh, they were really good. It, it was loud. They were vocal. They were into the game. Uh, whether people knew what was going on, obviously there was rugby league fans there, but um, I know there was, you know, some people who um, didn't really know the game of rugby league and were no doubt just cheering when they they heard cheering or booing yeah. when they heard booing, but... Well, whenever they saw a New South Welsh person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. Um, but they were vocal. It was good. It was a good atmosphere. It, it's a bit of a different scene playing in a, a circular ground. Yeah. Kind of puts you off a bit. That's. I think it's a good thing that uh, for captain's run, we're, we're able to train on the on the field before the game so you can get used to your bearings and but it is quite weird playing in a yeah. you know, cricket and AFL oval. Yeah, exactly. All right, then we talked about those changes. Let's start with uh, New South Wales though. Um, the big story, of course, is Latrell Mitchell, although it probably isn't super surprising because he never looked like he was, and you as close as anybody to him, of course, your South Sydney teammate. Were you unsurprised that he pulled out? Um, not, not really, to be honest. Um, it was his birthday yesterday too, so happy birthday, Trell. Uh, big fella. Hope you're doing well, mate. Yeah. Haven't seen him since he, he pulled out Origin, but uh, not really too surprised. Reasonings being that I, I don't think Latrell would have put himself first, um, knowing him as a bloke and as a teammate, as a as a person. He wouldn't have want, wanted to go in underdone in a must-win Origin Um at Suncorp, and I just don't think uh, he would have done that to the team. He yeah. he's definitely a team first person, and um, he's yeah, as I said, mate, he he definitely wouldn't have wanted to go out there underdone and 
Um, so I'm not really surprised by it. Um, whether he was right or not, um, he he would have would have been that one to make that decision, and he would have put the the team first. And I, I think that's what he's done. So he's made the right call. And yeah, and, uh, um, take nothing away from Stephen Crichton because I thought he was one of their best in in the first game. He was terrific, and yep. he'll do a great job again. But you take Latrell Mitchell out, and you kind of and I. Imagine the Queensland team would be feeling that is something of a relief because he can grab a game, can't he? Yeah, to be honest, Bill, I don't reckon really would have spoke about it much. Yeah. He's a he's a big focus. He focuses on you know, our our roles and what we have to do. Um, he doesn't really care about the changes they make in the sides, or um, there may be you know some tactical things around that where he just he changes the video, obviously because it's a different person, but. Um, yeah, pretty obviously makes me pretty happy that the trolls, but as you said, he, he is a game breaker and playing with him week in and week out. It can be, you know, when, when they say, when JD says, or when the troll says he's not playing or he's out, you know, he's out. It can be a bit deflating because of how, how good of a player he actually, he actually is. So, um, but you know, I'm sure both camps aren't, aren't worried about, that now they'll, they'll be focusing on the the job ahead, but um, yeah, look, Latrell's a great player. He can break games open. Uh, the things he does on the field are, are freakish, and um, to see him, I suppose, pull out. Yeah, hopefully they're deflated. I'll be happy if they are. <laughs> you, you mentioned Billy Billy Slater. What? What? Just, I mean, just very quickly, it's hard to encapsulate a person in a couple of words. But uh, as a coach, how's been? What's the you know? What's the key thing he brings? Oh, I've seen, I've I've said this <laughs> a fair few times ever since I come into Origin in 2018 that he he was, I just remember the first training session I was in awe of what he would do but from the back he was obviously the fullback and it was like he was coaching the whole time at training right. um, so the only role that sort of changed is he's not playing he's only coaching but it's very similar um, he doesn't really expect too much from you apart from just your job and, and knowing your role. Um, also, I think he's a, he's a big believer on getting yourself mentally and physically prepared for Wednesday's game. Obviously, he'll give us game plans around what he wants us to do and um, and things like that. But it's more he, he puts ownership on us and we're grown men now, so obviously we should be able to do it. And if you can't get yourself up for an origin game, you're kidding yourself. But it's a big um, – gives us ownership on getting ourselves mentally and physically prepared and gives us things tacti- tactically with video and stuff like that and meetings before training. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool to be you know, be able to play with him and obviously be coached by him. Absolutely. All right, Nathan Cleary is the other big name, the other big out for New South Wales. And Mitchell Moses comes in on the back of some really good form of late. Uh, there was a bit of, you know, kerfuffle about who was going to be picked. Certainly, um, Freddie uh, Fittler thought it was a bit of a kerfuffle. This is what he had to say. Have a listen. Well, the last time Nathan went down, Mitchell played. So, you know, the banter around who was going to play, I, I couldn't quite work it out. So, you know, it makes you a lot more comfortable when you watch him yesterday and uh, go and control the game and, you know, play a big part in why they won. But, yeah, I do. I find it interesting sometimes the chat around different positions and players and choices and becoming a circus. The interesting thing about that is, and I, I, I completely get what Freddie's saying, but to claim it's a bit of a circus, the discussion around that selection, well, it, it, there was a bit of argy-bargy. I mean, Nico Hines played 
in first origin, he came off the bench, but yep. he certainly you'd think if that was the system, he would was the next guy, despite the fact that Mitchell had played, you know, the last time that uh, Nathan Cleary was out. But either way, that's where it's at. Uh, and as I said, Mitch Moses in a good streak of form. He's played once before, had that bad back. But, you know, he, he, he's playing like a guy who can take control of a footy team. Yeah, he's, I think Mitch has definitely matured as a footballer. Yeah. I saw he publicly come out and said he, he didn't really have a game plan when he was at the Tigers. He'd just yeah. go out there and play footy. And um, you can obviously see um, he, he's got an old head on his shoulders uh, now when he's played in, obviously, a grand final. He played one origin, so he's been there and done that before. So... It's yeah, it's a big ask for him. Yeah. Um, he's been thrown thrown to the wolves, I think. Um, being you know, given the the number seven jersey to in a must win at Suncorp, um, you know, he'll take that challenge on. I have no doubts about that. But um, obviously, it doesn't help with Nathan getting injured. He's you know, massive, massive uh, loss for them. Um, he's obviously. Yeah, the core to that side. Um, but I think Mitch has been playing good enough footy this year. Um, they haven't really gotten the results that they'd like Parramatta this year, but yeah. um, I think he's kicking game and, and stuff like that. He can control the game, but um, yeah, look, good luck to him. But the, the relationship, I don't really mean that. No, I, no. I, would re- I hope he has the best game ever, but he gets beat by 50. How about that? <laughs> I could sense the abject insincerity coming out of you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even honest. mean that either. I just hope they get flogged, to be honest. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. They're, I mean, they talk about team rel- uh, relationships being handy when you get pick, uh, pick representative sides, but even mate, Teddy and Mitch, you know, they go back a long way. That'll be good. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense, yes. See, see how they go. All right. Uh, last night, often, you know, during the origin period, we worry about the standard of the footy, but there's, the past couple of times, there's been some great games of footy being played uh, and seen, you know, young guys come in and have a crack. But uh, it was the old blokes, Kyle Felt. He ran about 1,000. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure about the goal kick attempt from the Saw the try score too. That was pretty... Pretty yeah, handy. Special, yeah. We need to have wingers that score tries like that. Are they um and then such a slow start, such high expectation for the Cowboys? Have they turned a corner for you? It was a good win last night. Yeah. They were both under strength sides, no doubts. Yeah. Um, with their their superstars out, but um, yeah, they've definitely they played some good footy over the past couple of weeks. They had a good win against um, who was it? Who they beat? Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, they beat Melbourne defensively. They probably weren't, uh, or their coach, Toddy Payton, probably wouldn't be happy with the amount of points that Melbourne scored, but yep. um, at least their attack was on and they, they won pretty convincingly. So I think they're taking a turn. Um, it'll just be a matter of maybe knocking off a few of those points and um, getting getting them under 20 maybe, yep. 20 points. Because um, the attacking the attack they've got in their side, He's one of the best in the con when they're on. Absolutely. Scotty Drinkwater is terrific when he's on. And it's getting those things, isn't it, with the golden point. Everybody's trying field goals, trying penalty goals and missing everything. If somebody just is like, hey, you know what, I'll run. Yeah, <laughs> I'll run step eight yeah. and score a try. Thanks for coming. <laughs> See, he's like, had a pack up, boys. Let's go to the <laughs> mad cow. We are done. We're almost done here too. You're listening to the Footy Talk podcast on listener. And when we come back, we'll preview a massive Super Saturday. Stick around.
You're listening to the Footy Talk podcast. Tony Squires and Jai Arrow with you. All right, let's turn our attention to this Super Saturday. Three games, three good-looking games of footy. Uh, first up, it is Newcastle and the Roosters. Newcastle may have lost last week against Brisbane. Gee, they lost no friends, though. Caelan Ponga, his best game, I think, of the, se- the season uh, up against Reese Walsh. Uh, can they get the job done at home against, uh, obviously, a weakened Roosters side? Um... Yeah, I'm just looking at he the... He paused meaningfully there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, mm. no, I did. I'm just looking at the team list to mm. to see, you know, what's going around, whether yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, God well, knows. I, yeah exactly. Um, I wouldn't let I, that bother you. This game, I, I start think... bothering about that, about that now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with this game, I'm with the bookies. I'm with the sports bet. Uh, I'm with the Knights. Um, yeah, I just think with KP back at back at one. Yep. Um... You know, they've pretty much got their, their full spine together. Um, I just, you know, I like the way that Newcastle always turn up at home. Um, the fans always turn out, especially on a sad day, sad day Arvo. Yeah. Um, I think they'll turn out and be vocal and the boys will get behind that. Jeez, that'll be a nasty nail for the Roosters. A lot of people expected them to be right at the top there. 13th as we speak, I think, on the ladder. Uh, lose that one today. <clears throat> nasty business. All right. Second game, really, one of those games you wish that everybody was on board because it's the classic Parramatta v Manly. It's one of those great historic games of footy. It's at, it's at Combank Stadium, but still looks pretty good. Ryan Madison must be one of the biggest number sixes going around. <laughs> <laughs> the largest arms the number sixes ever had. <laughs> Uh, but this is also the, uh, I guess, the, it's the Arthur Cup, isn't it? The uh, dad coaching the son. <laughs> it doesn't happen a great deal. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, I was just speaking before off air. Mm. I wonder if the, my bold prediction for today. Oh, I re- you got I your re- bold prediction? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I reckon they'll go to the game together. <laughs> Sit together, talk tactics, <laughs> what they're going to do, but they're not actually going to do. It's You know, it's an um, interesting thing for Jake, Arthur, because... Parramatta basically could have done with him about now, <laughs> given Dylan Brown is not playing and, you know, injuries and so on. So, anyway. No, I think I'll go, I'll go, with, um, I'll go with Manly. Um, Manly. Go with the player, Jake. Get one over his old man. That's always good when you get one over your old man. So. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, that is without DCE, without Tommy Turbo uh, as well. But that would be a great win if Manly can do that at, at Combeck. Finally, West Tigers taking on Melbourne. Can they get the job done, the Tigers? Campbelltown, they're playing. They haven't won there for about well, a long time. Saturday night yep. in Sydney, mm-hmm. Campbelltown. It'll be absolutely freezing out there. Yep. Is that where you mm. most like to be in the just world? Just doing, doing my research, Tone. <laughs> yeah. Just doing my Absolutely research here. on the run. Like uh, your thumb wasn't injured. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the phone wouldn't be <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I think Melbourne get the job done. Melbourne get the job done? Uh, Craig Bellamy's too good at what he does with the, no matter who's playing. Uh, I think it'll be closer than people think. Yep. Um, the Tigers have been pretty good over the past month, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I remember when we played them a fair few weeks ago. They really turned up and... They frustrated us. We couldn't really score points against them, even yeah. though we got there in the end. So um, I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, they have of late been giving their fans something to come along and cheer for. So if you are a Tigers fan, get out and do that at Campbelltown tonight. All right, that's it. That's all for the Saturday edition of the Footy Talk podcast. Uh, Jai Arrow, thank you as ever. You're listening to Listener. Jimmy Graham, Ben Dobbin. They'll be back in the hot seat tomorrow.